The Nets head into Dallas to take on old friend Kyrie Irving. Without current friend Nick Claxton, what will the Nets do to prepare for Luka Doncic, Kyrie Irving, and company? What can we expect to see from Ben Simmons and the rest of the starting lineup in this one? We'll get into it all, but first, the theme music. You are Locked On Nets, your daily Brooklyn Nets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Lockdown Nets podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team, the Brooklyn Nets, every single day. I'm Doug Nori, owner-operator at DFSR.com. If you need projections for FanDuel and DraftKings, head on over to DFSR.com. We got you covered. Really rolling through the NBA season. Been a smash so far. Uh, so go make sure you check that out. Bonus content here on the pod feed for Friday as we prep for the uh, Nets going into Dallas to take on the Mavericks, Luka, Luka Doncic, old friend Kyrie Irving, Dallas hosting the Nets in a game where Brooklyn will be without Nick Claxton. We'll get to some of that. Uh, Nets are a minor, excuse me, a plus six road dog over under for this one, 231 and a half. That's the second highest of the slate, expecting to be a pretty high scoring game. Uh, all things considered here, which makes sense. We could, you know, obviously Luca and Kyrie can really pile it on the Nets pace picked up. So you, uh, in the first game against the Cavs. So I think you can expect higher scoring games from, from just from that alone. So plenty to dive into here on this quick bonus episode that we're going to roll on just the podcast feed. As a reminder, just make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. You're listening here, but this is one of the things you get. You're going to get bonus content all throughout the season, mostly in the form, often in the form of pregame preview. So the big news for the Nets going into this game is that they are going to be without Nick Claxton. He was ruled out uh, sometime in the afternoon. The Nets PR um, ruled him out in the afternoon on Friday that he's going to sit out following. You know, he got banged up a little bit uh, in the game against Cleveland. And then we he ended up coming back in, but he it never really like he's it never really looked like totally correct. Afterwards, he's out with a left ankle sprain. And he's going to sit out. So the big question here for the Nets going into this one is who gets the start, right? So I think like conventional wisdom would say with Aaron Sharp's going to get the start. We haven't, I'm recording this at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Uh, we have not gotten any official word on here. So we're going to do a little bit of speculation before we get into some strategy stuff for what the Nets can hope to sort of uh, put together to try to slow down Luca and Kyrie. I think conventional wisdom would tell you that Dayron Sharp starts, um, which makes sense, right? He's like the only, he's the next up when it comes to true center true fives on the team he has the size he's been getting minutes early and he got minutes in the preseason and he obviously was in off the bench in the first game against the Cavs as well so it really would make you think he played 12 minutes in that one and they're just going for four points and two rebounds it would make you think that this is the, the opportunity for Dayron to step up they're going to need some size. It looks like the Mavs are going to start Derek Lively after bringing him off the bench against the Spurs, although Lively played a ton of minutes and went absolutely ham uh, <laughs> against against Wembenyama and company the other day. But you're like, okay, so they're going to get Dayron in here. He gets a start. We've seen him. He can play a little stretch big. Like he has taken some three-pointers in the past, although it hasn't happened a ton. Maybe it should be happening more considering how often he's been able to knock them down. Um, so I think, you know, that would make sense from that standpoint. I think there's another world where we could see someone like Dorian Finney-Smith start and the Nets try to just go four out around Ben Simmons completely. 
switch everything. You know, with Dayron, you obviously you're going to get more drop coverage. Maybe you maybe you want that against Lucas to keep him from some of these guys from rim running. Maybe you want to be a little more switch heavy and try to start them at point of attack uh, and make it problematic. And that's where Dorian Finney-Smith would probably uh, factor in a little bit more. Sure, you're going to give up some size. You're going to you're going to seed some rebounding. Maybe you hope between him and Ben Simmons, you can make up just enough rebounding to kind of cobble it together. Uh, but you're going to get more defensive versatility with the with a guy like DFS out on the perimeter against these um, you know really really dynamic guards like two, you know obviously two of the best in the game in Luca and Kyrie. They do it in different ways, but they both can can really smash you if uh, if they're rolling downhill literally and figuratively. So this will be an interesting thing. I'm not exactly sure what ends up happening. I think we'll get word a little sooner in the day than usual. Remember, the game doesn't start till 8.30 p.m. Eastern, um, so maybe we'll have to wait a little bit. Uh, sometimes the Nets play a little coy. Jacques Vaughn and company play a little coy with this stuff, and it's not always abundantly clear what the plan is <laughs> sometimes. Um, but regardless, uh, I think that we should, you know, we'll, we'll definitely find out. I think we'll find out well in advance of, like, you know, the, the half-hour timeline that the league has get mandated teams provide their uh, starting lineups, but it's going to be something to look out for. And look, this is going to be a really, really tough matchup. Luca and Kyrie are as tough as it gets in a backcourt while their defense might not be, you know, the overall, the Mavs defense when those two guys were paired last year, didn't look that great. I mean, they've made some changes this year that can make that end of the court a little bit more, uh, just a little more, a little more relevant for them now. Adding Grant Williams, obviously, I talked about Lively, who played 31 minutes off the bench. Um, if those two guys are going to pair around Luke and Kyrie, like this could be a really, really problematic team. I mean, Lively was a plus 20 in that game against the Spurs. And by the way, if you watch the game, which I did, like plus 20, you would have gone, you would have gone higher on the plus 20. He looked amazing. Lively looked amazing. Was just so live getting to the basket, super athletic. Any concerns you really had about him integrating into an NBA system with Luca were just like instantly dismissed. So the Nets could have some real, I mean, some real problems here. Like this is a game that they probably really, really needed Claxton with the way that Dallas wants to attack, uh, the wants to attack opposing defenses. Losing Claxton really in any game is a problem. In this game, it's going to be specifically a problem. Like they're going to have some trouble around the rim. And like I said, if it's going to be Dayron, there's going to be some problems with that. If it's going to be like a smaller kind of system with DFS, there's going to be problems with that as well. So something to look out for. Um, hopelessly or hopelessly, she's hopefully optimistic that they're going to be able to piece and cobble together a system that's going to be able to speed bump these two guys. Uh, but it could be a problem. Want to get into a little bit, a few more things to look out for going into this game. We'll get into that in a before we get to that, we'll tell you about our friends over at Dave. Look, sometimes life can just hit you with some unexpected stuff when it comes to the finances. Sometimes you just need a little financial help. Maybe you get hit with a parking ticket. You get that unexpected vet bill. We know those can really pile up. Maybe it's just the car service light comes on. You get that you know, sort of doom and gloom feeling inside you where that you're going to get hit with a pretty big bill. Thankfully, Dave is here to, here to help with extra cash. Dave is the banking app that's leveling the financial playing field. When you download Dave, you can get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees as part of Dave's extra cash account. You get advanced money you need with no interest. Then you just settle up later. You download Dave today at dave.com slash locked on MBA. That's dave.com slash locked on MBA. You get up to $500 in five minutes or less. No credit check, no late fees. Download the Dave app now or go to dave.com slash locked on MBA. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Eligibility criteria and instant transfer fees apply. Banking services provided by Evolve member FDIC. 
Also want to tell you about our friends over at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made very, very easy. All you're doing on Prize Picks, you're not wrestling with salaries like some of these other operators. Over on uh, over on Prize Picks, you are just going more or less on the Prize Picks projections. You're just going against Prize Picks. You think you're smarter than Prize Picks? Go for it. You put together uh, multiple plays. You can win up to 25 times your money very very fast just you do it in 60 seconds or less you can put these things together and sometimes you just want to do it you want to do a little i know better than prize picks go for it especially when it comes to the nets right now on prize picks they have ben simmons okay you know you're a believer in ben simmons you think he's there points assists and rebounds they're going 20 more or less versus dallas he was eight and nine just (laughs) just with the rebounds and assists the other night you think he shoots more then you're going more on the 20 for Ben Simmons. Prize Picks has made this super simple. You're going to love the product. Believe us. Uh, just It's just the easiest one to use. We've done a lot of the DFS stuff in the past. It doesn't get any easier than Prize Picks. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use the code locked on locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. Prizepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use the code locked on NBA. That first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Okay, some other final things that we're going to look for going into this game here uh, against the Mavericks. Some stuff that we talked about last week, or excuse me, after last game against the Cavs that we really, really want to keep an eye on to make sure that these things can sort of get settled up. Now, I talked about Simmons. We talked about Simmons at length over the last podcast uh, and how the pairing with Claxton had had been sort of suboptimal so far. We're going to get a chance to see it more without him just because obviously Claxton's out again. I think it hurts the team on a team wide basis for a Simmons standpoint. uh, It should help some again, be able to lean into the things that he does really well, find open shooters, hopefully try to get to the rim more look with lively there. They do have some rim protection, so it's not necessarily going to be easy. They have Grant Williams out there who hounds uh, opposing ball handlers as well. He probably is going to get more of the McHale assignment, but the, this is a chance for Simmons to play. Hopefully with just, just, you know, four shooters around him, space the floor, get out in transition and do what he does best. We're really going to have to keep an eye out for that over the course of this game. Other things to look for against Dallas, are we going to find more shot opportunities from Mikhail Bridges, running more actions that are going to get him into his best possible spots, three level score. We have to, the mid range has to be open for him to be able to knock down some of those shots. He did it really, really well last year when he became a super efficient scorer uh, in his time when he came over to Brooklyn. We just have to be able to see more of that. Hopefully, without the Simmons-Claxton pairing, there is a little more space for that to operate. He's going to have to beat some primary defenders, but with some movement, and we saw a little bit of this. We saw a little bit of crossing actions with him and Cam Johnson. With a little bit more movement, hopefully they're going to be able to open these things up more as well. So looking to get Bridges more into the game uh, from a scoring standpoint. We'll see what happens with Cam Thomas. You know, they brought him up. They brought him in midway through the first quarter in the first game. Obviously, ran him up to 25 minutes. This might be is going to be a harder defensive assignment for him. I think just all things considered, they we could see more of of Dallas probably maybe picking off the Cam Thomas thing in switches if he's out in the court more. This is again, this is a tough one. Uh, Garland Mitchell's tough too. Luca and Kyrie is a whole different animal. Again, this is like one of the most dynamic backcourts. So maybe we get a little less him. We get a little more Dennis Smith Jr. This is like this is just the kind of matchup that Dennis Smith Jr. was brought in to sort of handle point of attack defense. We know he got up into Donovan Mitchell a bunch. I do think we probably see a little bit more DSJ to help just really, really bother these ball handlers as much as possible. 
Even a DSJ Cam Thomas pairing probably helps. And look, you could probably play DSJ Cam Thomas and Simmons together and just hope that Thomas is able to handle some more of the scoring and those other guys would be able to lock down defensively. There are versions of the Nets and combinations for the Nets to be able to work and mix, mix and match this thing. But the, again, this is a very, very difficult matchup. Like it just doesn't really, I, I've said this a few times, but I really can't overstate, uh, over, overstate it. This is as hard as it gets in the NBA from a defensive standpoint. Marking up with these two guys is tough. Now, hopefully the Nets can keep pace a little bit on the defense, or excuse me, on the offensive end where they're able to keep some of the scoring pace, but it's going to be, I think we, we might know kind of early how much how much trouble or maybe not that they're having uh, with these two guys. So pretty cool game. Should be a pretty fun, fun Friday night, uh, all things considered. Adam had a three-way parlay. If you wanted to go over to our friends on FanDuel, he had uh, uh, Cam Johnson three plus three-pointers. So he's getting him uh, getting CJ in there for a few more minutes. Hopefully, hopefully bombing more threes. Dinwiddie, 15 plus points. Maybe that's a little revenge tour for Spencer Dinwiddie, who got traded over to Brooklyn in the Kyrie trade. And then Bridges, four plus assists. So Adam's going a little more minutes here with the starters. I think that probably makes sense after those guys play limited ish numbered minutes in the first game. Uh, and I think even though Jacques Vaughn said these guys are going to trend around 30 minutes, I'm hoping that we do see a little bit more, especially without Claxton, a little more consolidation around the starters as well. So should be a fun game for if you're on the podcast feed reminded that we're going to be on YouTube live following this one, win or lose. So just go make sure you join us over uh, locked on nets over on YouTube. No, Adam Arbrecht on this one today. He's the one that always comes in with the great poets or great quotes from the American poets. Just Adam Arbreck, one of the all-time great poets. We will be back again later tonight on YouTube talking more Brooklyn Nets basketball.